Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, welcome to Steel Wars. I am comedian Steel Saunders and I do love Star Wars. And each week we find someone interesting to talk about it with. But this week we're at San Diego Comic Con. It is day three of the Comic Con and we have just been woken up in the Hall H line under the tents. It's 5.30am. I'm here with Jackie. Good morning. And we don't know why we've been woken up at 5.30. No, I thought they were waking us up at 7.30. No, that's when everyone has to be here by 7.30. No, but that means they've given us two hours to pack up one single sleeping bag. I could still be asleep. You could be still asleep, but I now you're podcasting. changed out of my pyjamas. I'm in my clothes. Um, how did you sleep? We slept on the grass in our little sleeping bags. These sleeping bags are really good. The little one person. Oh, they got, they got little arm things, so it's like a sleeping bag with mm. sleeves. But how did you sleep? Uh, very well. Hmm. Happily. Contently. Mm. How's it? How we um. My eyes burn a little. Do you remember how happy you were last night when the jocks came past and yelled stuff out? <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, the jocks are teasing us nerds. I know. We got heckled by jocks out the side of their car window. Oh, I think I'm going to get a coffee or something. It's very early. It's too early for coffee. You have to wait till 7.30. No. Because <laughs> you, set, you set yourself too early. I was going to eat that protein bar now, but then I think I'll be... Hungry too early. Hungry like the wolf? Mm. A lot of people had pizza for dinner. There's pizza boxes everywhere. <laughs> Theatre of the mind, everyone. Theatre <laughs> of the mind. Just picture a vast wasteland of pizza boxes. Mm, yum. Alright, let's see what happens next. It's too early for podcasting. (laughs) Alright, what time is it, Jack? I'll have a look. All right, you guys, it is 8.15, and there's donuts getting delivered down the line. <laughs> Dominic, are you excited about these mystery donuts? I'm excited about JJ Donuts. <laughs> I'm, uh, a bit, I'm, a, I'm a bit hungry right now. <laughs> are they JJ Donuts? Yeah, yeah, I heard the lady was passing them out say, donuts from JJ. 
Really? Yeah. Well, so, I am not eating mine. Yeah. I'm putting it in a freezer, and I'm going to save it. <laughs> I'm going to list it with a uh, <laughs> a stormtrooper. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's JJ Pizza left over from Celebration. Then you got the complete JJ food collection. <laughs> JJ fast food. Collect them all. <laughs> all right, the donuts are coming down. Jackie, you want donut? There you go. Yeah. You guys can split it. I know later I'll regret it, but I just I can't eat it now. What am I gonna do? You seriously want it? I don't like. I just grabbed it for. Take a photo of me with the JJ donut. JJ donut. Apparently they're from JJ Abrams. I don't know, someone. I'm going with it. <laughs> yeah. Did you want a donut? Oh, I'm good, thank you. <laughs> I just grabbed it and then... <laughs> What's it like? What flavour is it? Yeah, Oreo, that makes sense. Looks like it. Juklin, it's Oreo flavoured. <laughs> all right you guys it's 8 30 we're all coming down off our sugar high of our jj donuts um i ate it I'm the worst collector ever. I'm, I've really let everyone down. So um, maybe I'll put up a bootleg JJ donut on eBay. But I'm uh, with Tracy from the Force Cult podcast. How are you? Good. How are you? Now you've done two nights. You've slept out two nights. What's the bare minimum that you need from this panel that you're satisfied with your two nights outside? I need to see Harrison Ford, and I need to see footage. It's my, those are my demands. You are a hard negotiator. <laughs> I drive a hard bargain. <laughs> I would take either. You would take what? I would take either. Either? I, okay, I could do either or. I think, I think we're going to see Harrison Ford, though. I think he's going to be there. I think I would almost go for Harrison Ford over it, just for the... The be there reaction when he makes his when he comes back. I feel like if he came here for Ender's Game, he has to come here for Star Wars. Like, come on, how can you not come for Star Wars? So he has to be here. Bill Murray's here. Yeah, exactly. Bill Murray's here. There you go. The worst thing I think they could do is if the big thing was the reveal of the poster. They reveal the poster. Oh, what if that happens, guys? What if they reveal the poster? That would be. That can be part of it. But there's been so many... Like, I can't see how they can do a poster that's going to be that different from the 8 billion fan mock-ups. So it just won't be that. 
there's nothing that's gonna unless like the poster reveals Maz Kanata or something like if it's like that sort of reveal or if it reveals Snopes that would be kind of Ooh. a little bit cool but it won't be footage do you know is there any um, I'm, I'm pretty I'm Lucasfilm spoiler level so what they want me to know I know with a tiny bit more but has there been any leaks of how that's Snoke Sky looks. Yeah, there's a little bit of concept art of just his robes. So we haven't seen his face yet, but there's a leak going around where it's like it's like dark and heavy robing that it's not Sith-like, but it's like Jedi Sith-esque. Like it's in that vein. How sad is it that we're excited about seeing some guy's pajamas? It's <laughs> pretty sad. <laughs> That's a lot about my life in my late 20s. <laughs> You're doing just fine. <laughs> You're on the right path. Apparently, to something. <laughs> You're a dedicated person, and once you align that dedication with something with just a minute amount of purpose. I've slept in the grass for three nights, and I'm excited about someone's pajamas. Three nights? <laughs> oh, two nights, two nights. Yeah, I mean, that's why I'm delirious. She's dedicated but horrible at math. <laughs> Here's hope. And uh, we'll probably talk to you later on. Say bye now. Oh, tell people how they can uh, get onto the podcast. Um, I'm Feminist Nerd on Instagram and Twitter. And I have my own podcast, Force Cult. And I do videos for making Star Wars on it. So. Cool as. This is a post-Sugar Rush hype call. Juklin, it's almost nine o'clock. We're about to go in. How do you feel? <laughs> We're going in. <laughs> oh, you know, you noticed that. Yeah, I like Star Wars. I'm a fan. No, they're waiting to cross. No, they just want to watch. Yeah. I like to watch people crossing and getting excited to walk the buildings. I should just go over and start signing stuff. Yeah. I'm here to meet Tide Moron. <laughs> we are now in the Giant Hall H and we are amped. We are with 6,000 animation fans. We cannot wait. It's the 16th annual. We demanded another year, and we're here. The fans demanded it, and they gave it We're here in the epicenter of animation fandom. Let's get animating! For all the workers on the animation plantation. 
Draw faster, Singapore. Oh, really? Alright, you guys, it's about 9.30 a.m. We are in Hall H and I have found a rarity in this room, maybe. We've been wondering if there was any here. We were with Steve, who's actually here, had to compete with us Star Wars idiots to see his Game of Thrones panel. Uh, what was you, like, is the Game of Thrones like fan community bummed out about this scheduling? Uh, I don't know if they're bummed out. I mean, it, it definitely the Star Wars fans are driving this line. It's a little bit silly. I think some of them were lining up like 8 p.m. on Wednesday night, 48 hours in advance. So, I mean, we got in at 9 a.m. Thursday just to see the Game of Thrones. I'd definitely stay for Star Wars, but yeah. That was going to be my next question. Are you going to leave? No, no, no. I, no, I put too much into it now. I'm too tired. I'm going to stay for the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, I'm here for the Pokemon panel. This is the right place, right? I hope so. I, I want to meet someone that's here for the animation panel that's kicking the day yeah, off. Yeah, that's me. I'm leaving after that. I'm done. So have you been here before for a Game of Thrones panel? I have, yeah. We were here last year. And how long did you have to wait that time? You know, last year I was in it Friday and Saturday, and we got in line about 6 p.m., 6, 6 p.m., 6.30 p.m. on just the day before, and we were in Section A. And just to give you an idea in comparison, we lined up 9 a.m. on Thursday this time, and we got in Section B, so, <laughs> you know, like way longer, worse seats, but whatever, we're in here, so. Well, uh, I, I think uh, it's going to be very interesting when they bring the cast out how big a response Gwendolyn Christie gets over everyone else, being that she's in the Star Wars movie as well. Yeah, well, yeah, she'll get the best of both worlds. She'll get it for Game of Thrones and Star Wars, yeah. She's back. Well, enjoy. Okay. Um, I've never seen Game of Thrones, so... Really? Uh, no. Watch it. It's way better than Star Wars. Oh! oh your podcast. People are going to love it. This that. interview's over! All right, you guys, we're in Hall H, and this is it. The main event, the 16th animation show of shows. Dominic, you're an animite. You've camped out, amped up. I've been alive since Wednesday for this thing. <laughs> what, what do you hope to see animated? Well, I, I think really what I want to see animated is, is the Force Awakens trailer. <laughs> Oh, you don't sound like a true animite at all. <laughs> true animite? That sounds like something you get in your house. So it sounds like something you get at the start of your day that takes up an hour and a half. Yeah, really. An hour and a half. It'll be interesting. You know, every, everyone will end. Please like welcome the director of programming for oh. Comic-Con International, Mr. Eddie Ibrahim. Yay! Animation! Uh, I will let you know there's a great day ahead. How many of you are going to stay the whole day? Well then, I hope uh, hope you're ready for a, a, a fun day with lots and lots of great programming. Um, and I know um, you guys wait a long time, so I want to kind of get rolling right into it. Uh, what we're starting out with today is the animation show of shows. You guys are in for a real Woo! treat. Uh, this is a really cool thing. These are all shorts and animated shorts that are either Oscar winning or Oscar nominated. Um, 
it's, it's just fantastic animation. Hopefully, uh, for those of you that are animation fans, you're already knowing you're gonna enjoy it. For those of you that aren't familiar with these types of shorts or animation, you'll discover something new that you guys are actually gonna really enjoy and wanna follow. So with that, it, at this time, it is my pleasure to introduce the moderator of this panel, Mr. Ron Diamond. I'm so excited to be here. This is great. Thank you for coming. Shine on you, crazy diamond. <laughs> Alright, you guys. Um, it's about 11 o'clock and I watched the first animation. It was actually awesome, so I uh, feel bad about that. And the guy that was curating it was sitting next to us. And uh, it was really good. And now I've got to pass out and I'm going to check out the Lucasfilm panel, see if there's any uh, action here. Just checked out the Lucasfilm publishing panel, but it was sort of between panels, so I didn't get to see anything. But it was very empty, like half full. So, ah, oh, that silly, silly scheduling. Um, and the other thing is, we just heard that Hasbro's totally sold out of Force Awakens First Order Troopers. So, man, that so bad. Second day, second full day of the con, and you've sold out. Like, how do you not just produce, like, so many extra? Like, you've got a, a website you can get rid of the excess afterwards. That's a real let down from Hasbro you know I've got mine but yeah there's a lot of unhappy people and uh, Hasbro's a for a lot of Star Wars toy collectors someone that sort of hasn't done the best job in the last couple of years so you know this new Force Awakens line was a big chance to win people back and they've kind of botched the first step but um so I've just got to pass out from the animation thing and I've got to get back before 11.30 to stay in line. So it's about 11 now and I'm not risking not getting back in. So I'm going back nice and early. I might uh, check back out and go to the Hasbro panel for, uh, for Star Wars in a little bit. Whoa. And the guy in a Mad Max outfit almost poked me in the eye with his staff. Uh, see you in a bit. So it's 12.04, the animation show of shows panel just wrapped up and Walking Dead's about to start, but I am bailing to go up and check out the Hasbro Star Wars panel. So I've got to pass out, got to be back by one. Um, and the animation thing was really cool. So we were had been teasing it a little bit on the podcast, but... It was, uh, it was really sweet. The guy that ran it was very passionate. And the, the final film they showed where the director was actually there was a really cool message about uh, being different and stuff like that. So I feel a little bit bad that we were lightly teasing it. But it was... It's fine. It was just in the way of Star Wars. But it was really cool. So... Uh, all props to the animation show of shows. Can't wait for the 17th annual. So, uh, 
things are getting pretty noisy now and let's check out what's happening at Hasbro I'll report back there's a battle going on here <laughs> all right uh, 12.33 and I just left a very short Hasbro panel um, and not much shown but what they did show was amazing they uh, had the new Inquisitor figure for the season 2 Rebels oh, can I walk that way? I just want to walk that way. Oh, yeah. 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 Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, the, uh, some of these volunteers just want to block you for no reason. Um, yeah, they had the new Inquisitor in uh, traditional size. Then they had the fan choice winner, which was uh, Darth Revan. And they did a bonus winner of Sabine. So I know my friends... At the Star Wars Underworld, we'll be very happy with the Sabine getting added. And then, oh my god, they revealed a six inch scale elite first order TIE fighter pilot with a two scale, six inch scale first order TIE fighter. Oh my god, it was so big. I don't even think it would fit in one of my cabinets. Amazing. They didn't say price. It's going to be on display uh, at the Hasbro booth later on today. But as I said, they didn't show much. But what they showed, that TIE Fighter was staggeringly good. Um, yeah, Force Friday is going to be pretty heavy. Although they, I don't think it will make it out for Force Friday by what they said. But tellingly, no Q&A. So... Um, I guess they don't want to have questions about The Force Awakens that they can't answer. And the other questions may be a little bit complainy or naggy. So uh, they ended with the giant TIE fighter. The room was... There was some sweet... Ah, oh, an ooze. And rightly so. That was an amazing toy. So, uh, yeah. Nicely done there, Hasbro. Alright you guys, it is 2.40, I saw a tiny bit of The Walking Dead and the Fear of the Walking Dead panels, but I was out uh, looking around the convention with the pass out system, which they said you couldn't do in Hall H this year, but you can, it's awesome. I'm pretty nervous about it. So we're here with Jackie, we just had lunch, mm. and, and Jackie is very paranoid about the pass out system. I play by the rules and I just feel quite nervous about leaving the hall, especially since we slept out overnight to get in. Leaving the hall just felt very We are playing dangerous. by the rules. We're playing with fire steel. <laughs> <laughs> We're playing by the rules. There's no fire. <laughs> okay, also, by the way, I'm much more livelier than I was earlier when you shoved this recorder in my face and I didn't want to speak. <laughs> Because I've now been watered and fed. We just had burgers. We're outside in the sun after being kept inside like gremlins all morning watching panels we didn't want to watch. We also ate burgers that were uh, paid for with Steele's t-shirt money. He's <laughs> operating a 
Yes, that is the life of a uh, high-end podcaster. Pedal and tees at the con. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so when people go, how about your t-shirt? Hey, you want one? <laughs> so I said, oh no, I think they only take cash here. And Steele said, oh, doesn't matter. I've got some sweet t-shirt cash. And you can get those tees on the Steel Wars <laughs> website. And it shows your appreciation of the podcast. And it's also a sweet t-shirt that gets you lots of compliments. The mm-hmm. Wear Home t-shirt. A little advertorial there, Jukla. Nice work. Yeah, see? I know what I'm doing. Now, uh, you had some story to tell me. Oh, but first of all, I just want to say... Oh, here I'm we go. Not into the... I know this is a Star Wars podcast, but we are reporting from Comic-Con. Not into The Walking Dead at all. However, they did... Oh, and also, sitting through that panel was torturous because there were two girls next to me that were so into it. Some Swedish girls. They're very cute, but they smell like they've been on a 47-hour flight and haven't bathed for 84 hours. It's quite pungent and ripe where I'm sitting. Do you think their Walking Dead cosplay was their smell? (laughs) I don't know, but I felt bad being angry about their smell because they were having such a good time. But anyway... After the Walking Dead panel, they did a panel for The Fear of the Walking Dead. And I have to say, it looks really good. And it's set in Los Angeles, which I'm pretty excited about. The neighborhood looks like my neighborhood. I basically like anything that's in a city where I currently am situated. So if it was in Melbourne, I would have liked it too. But it looks really good. It looks really awesome. And so, the story that I said would break your heart... Remember we watched that SBS or ABC special, Next Stop Hollywood? Is she in it? Yeah. and the Was she on the panel? Yeah. Why didn't you tell me? Because you were gone. No, I was back. No, well, if you didn't rudely interrupt my story, I would you would hear that I didn't know who she was the whole time and I was trying to figure it out because I recognised her. Ah. And then someone directed a question at her and she had an Australian accent. So, for the listeners, Steele, I'll tell them. We watched Next Up Hollywood, which is a really good show. Six episode kind of mini documentary series about six Aussies trying to make it in LA during pilot season. And she, I, I don't remember her name. I think it's Elizabeth or Alicia. She was really sweet. She was the brunette, younger girl with the like long flowing curls. She was the nice one. Yeah, she was really lovely and humble and sweet. And we were gunning for her the whole time. And she had to make a big decision. Oh, spoiler alert, actually. I'll stop right there. But she's no spoilers of any kind Sorry, on I the Steel Wars podcast. But yeah, she she's in it, and she was really cute and sweet, and I'm you excited. Don't, you don't want to upset the Next Stop Hollywood fan community. <laughs> exactly. The stoppers. Stoppers. Exactly. I'm, I'm a benevolent podcaster. Oh. Um, so you were a bit dubious about doing the camp out. I was. It was awesome. No, I had a really good time, but when you posed it to me, I had been in the car on the five for like four and a half hours at a standstill, roasting, furious, so just more hardship wasn't on the cards for me at that point. But wasn't it fun? Oh, I had the best time ever. That dude snoring was, I'm going to laugh about that for years to come. (laughs) But it was fun. I was really warm. We had like sleeping bags that were like a, a jumpsuit with a hood so you had arms and legs courtesy of Huff Thank they, they, you, do, Huff. they donated those sleeping bags to us for the uh, camp out mm-hmm. and um, yeah I was comfy we had the grass I felt like I had a bit of a curve so I, I don't know I felt like I was in bed it was good yeah and all the crew were really nice all our, our new little yeah, pals we had a good little crew and then this morning 
We went to Starbucks, which is Starbucks in Star Wars font now, which I was very excited about. And they were playing Return of the Jedi, and we waited in line an hour for coffee. But it turns out we didn't need to because J.J. Abrams then provided donuts and coffee for everyone in the line, which I think is very cool. And I kept a, uh, a satchel of uh, Dunkin' Donuts. A sachet. Not a satchel. A sachet. <laughs> Ooh la la. Sachet. <laughs> yeah, guys, I kept a sachet of Dunkin' Donuts sugar because it's JJ sugar. But was it? Because everyone said it was. But who started that? Just because he gave pizza out at Celebration? Yeah. It w- was it really JJ Donuts and Coffee? Yeah. I think it was. Yeah, it's, it's what's been reported. He's thanking us for making him so rich. I think he was already rich. Um, so we are about... I should go back in, I'm getting nervous. Oh, God. We're a bit under three hours until The Force Awakens panel. Oh, like no, when, when Steel is going to have his badge revoked for <laughs> disrupting the peace in the hall. He's already started chanting about the animation... Have you already been talking about that? By the way... I did, apo- I, I did say it was good. I've done another one where I, I, I recanted. Yeah, you're like the jocks that drove by last <laughs> night and were teasing us. You were teasing the poor animation panel and one of the girls who took questions and had an animation, like a short film on the panel was sitting in front of us while you were bullying the animation panel. <laughs> like a jock. Yeah, she was... Um, her little show was really good. Her little animation short. It was called Love in March Madness Love or something like that. Yeah. Finding Love in March Madness or something like that. Um, but yes, I did I did say the animation. Uh, spe- it was really good. Yeah, it was cool. But, you know, we just come in and we just want to see Star Wars. <laughs> now it's like I'm glad that Star Wars wasn't in the morning because we haven't seen it yet. And we've got something to look forward to in a couple of hours. Very exciting. You're going to have your badge revoked. <laughs> when I just, I think about that it's about to happen after camping out and waiting so long in that line, I just like, <laughs> it's going to be the best. You can't start chance. You have to behave yourself oh, in there. I'm starting chance. You have to sit down. You're tall. You're going to block people's view. You have to behave yourself in there. You're allowed to be excited, no. but you have to behave. We're getting some chance going, crew. Don't worry. Don't worry. And yes, I will record the chance. I know that's what you're thinking. Of course I will. Oh, there's a lot of yelling over there. I should get over there and get amongst it. Oh, God. All right. Let's get back because we, we better get back. I'm tapping my watch. We, we better get back 50 minutes early. We're playing with fire. We're going to watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. Sorry, I've, I've only seen two episodes. None. Hashtag G-O-T. Got. <laughs> you got got. Bye. All right, you guys, it is 5.15, and I am pumped. Juklin, are you pumped? (laughs) I'm so excited. I'm so pumped. I'm just, I'm nervous. I really want Harrison to come, but I don't know if he will. So I just need to keep it at bay, but I'm so excited. Are you worried about me? No, I feel like you'll behave. I, th- I think there's a l- other more badly behaved people in here. So I think <laughs> I'm a little worried. You look a little misty-eyed already. I am. I'm so excited. 
Michaela, you pumped. You've been hanging out with us, camping out. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. I can't wait. <laughs> Dominic, yeah. it's been a long journey. <laughs> yeah. We are here 15 it's, minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, 15 minutes ago. I am on pins and needles right now. Oh, my God. He is so excited. He's using old sayings in the wrong order. <laughs> He's yodifying up the podcast. Oh, Chris. You can really feel the energy in this room. I feel like there's twice as many people in here than capacity. Yeah. I feel like there's twice as many people in here now than there were 15 minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. I think all those um, toilet passes just got cashed in. Yeah, I think yep. so. Yep. <laughs> Man, I cannot wait. They're gonna the big announcement. How the Duck prequel is going to be just so good. It's going to be amazing. It's going to yeah. be amazing. Oh my god! George is going to be here and everything to announce it. <laughs> Let us scoot through. Tracy, how's the vibe? It's a good vibe. It's a tired vibe. It's a haggard vibe, but it's a vibe. I, I did take a, uh, a very cheeky photo of you asleep before through one of the panels. <laughs> asleep in the panel? Yeah. Oh, you got to send that to me. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> I want to get a picture. We are live podcasting a photo, and she, you got to switch it back. Jason, it's been a long journey. It's been too long. Longer for some than others. Yeah, yeah, but you were here last night. How you feeling? Awake. I'm, I'm finally awake. I, I got a couple, I got four hours sleep last night. I napped a little bit during uh, the, the panel the one, the, at the one point when you walked over and said, are you all right? Because <laughs> I, was, I was in a meditative sleep. And now I feel good, so if they can get the Star Wars panel going, I'll be able to enjoy it, and I'll be awake to live tweet it right now. You, um, you had, like, a sleeping bag and a blanket on. You, you looked like you were going to ask me for a dollar. Yeah, I know. You know, you know what's, what's terrible is, number one, I got sunburned really bad yesterday, and then, so I'm cold, and then number two, it's freaking cold in here. Like, I'm, are, not, I'm not, you, co- I'm, not cold? I'm you're scorching. Right? I'm so excited, dude. I, oh, because oh, you're, you're excited. Yeah, if you can't hide it. I it will be very hard for them not to make me cry during this. I'm very excited. I get teary. Uh, have you have, have you been getting any tweets or messages about who's here? I know uh, John Boyega and Daisy Ridley are here. I don't know anyone else. I don't want to know anyone well, else. I, I won't tell you, but it's going to make you cry. Like it's gonna be like one tear, then you're, then you're gonna be like, Aah. oh my god, yeah, I can't. I someone. No, no, I'm gonna take a picture of it. I'm gonna put it on Twitter and go, look at Steel Wars now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I actually podcasted myself bawling at the teaser trailer the first time oh, I watched yeah? it. So uh, <laughs> the the listeners are used to. So, okay, then I'll just be like, oh, more Steel Wars again. <laughs> <laughs> Heard it. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah, someone, one of my friends is doing makeup backstage, and she said, "Do you want to know who's backstage?" And I said, "Nah, I just want to, I just want to see it come Ask out." Her to come and do our makeup. <laughs> we definitely could do with some powder. You know what? I want to look like Daisy Ridley. What can you do for me? <laughs> I, 
I'd be very confused if you look like Daisy Ridley. <laughs> that, I, I might want to go back camping with you a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just I'm just sorry I broke up with her now that she's a star. All right, so you're actually going to live tweet? I'm going to try if this internet will, will hold up. All right. I got I might, 50% battery, so I should make it. I might sh- throw out a, um, a tweet now to say to follow you guys. Because yeah. I don't think I'll be uh, capable of tweeting or typing. I know, I know. If it gets too good, I might just be like, screw you, Internet. This is all about me now. But <laughs> you never know. You never know. All right. Well, good luck. All right. Have fun, dude. I'll try. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Randy. How are you feeling? We are seven minutes out. I am super pumped right now. I'm ready to do this. Let's get some Star Wars going. Are you awake? What's that? Are you awake now? I am now awake. I got my third wind. There has been an awakening. There has Randy been an has awakening. felt it. I have felt it, yes. Okay. We are home. It took me all day to get to that pun, so that is fantastic. <laughs> I'm now in form. Let's go. All right, guys. We are three minutes away. I'm trying to breathe calmly. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not succeeding at that either. <laughs> Oh my god. In and out. In and out. It's nice and slow. Oh. I don't even know how I'm going to deal on the night. We're going to start a chant. Let's go Star Wars! 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 I'm invigorated after our chat. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> How are they doing it?
Oh my god. Let's go. Star Wars. Clap, clap, clappity clap. I can't feel. I can't feel anything. I'm. I'm just like numb. My hands hurt from clapping. <laughs> yeah, mine too. <laughs> My voice hurts from chanting as well. Yeah. It is absolutely total full house. So much media, so many extra people squeezed in, so much excitement. This is the best. Better be. <laughs> and we would hope that they would feel comfortable bringing more special stuff in the years to come, correct? Woo! So with that, I have to remind you all, and this is very critical because we want them to come back. Let's not record any of any of footage or anything that you might see on the screen. When that happens, please put your phones, your cameras... And that includes all the cameramen out there. Everyone, put that stuff down. How can you film no so f- new know. footage? No, no, no. When they show, <laughs> if they show footage, let's put that down because we want them to feel comfortable to keep coming. How can you film and, that? Uh, I know we want to continue to see more Star Wars stuff. Yes. <laughs> so let's work with them. Let's make that happen. And with that, let's get right into it. At this time, it's my pleasure to introduce the moderator, yeah. Chris Hardwick. <laughs> Huh? You're here. I know, it's unbelievable. I am gonna. Thank you, Mike. Guys, we are in this! This is happening right now! This is the Star Wars 
Force Awakens channel.
Wow. Um, Mr. Kasdan? Yes. Uh, welcome, by the way. I don't think you've been to a Comic-Con before, have you? Technically, you're our dad, in a weird sort of way. Uh, Not Dave, no. No, but can you talk a little bit about when, when you guys, I mean, first of all, I, something I think you need to understand about JJ uh, is that oh. this, he really cares about this a lot. It's as important to him as it is to you and to me. And so I want to talk about the experience of you guys coming together, you bringing in Legacy Star Wars, and then JJ, you taking on the responsibility of meeting together and figuring out how to bring new characters into the universe. Yeah, well, the guy that brought me in is the, is the genius that brings us all here. Was George Lucas. like never went out of my life or my consciousness. And then a call came again and said, will you come back and meet these characters again 30 years later? So there wasn't even any disjunction between my life and this uh, timeline. And it, when we got JJ to say he would do that, I went berserk. Because I, in a bad way. In a bad way. <laughs> I thought he was the funniest, most talented, most perfect choice for this movie. And then he and I wound up spending a year walking around, writing, figuring it out, and it's been a total gift. JJ, how do you how do you push the fandom out of the way to focus on the work when you're working with people that? I mean, Star Wars is uh, like you said, um, it's something that is so deeply ingrained and so important to so many people. Um, you know, I asked my mom to make me a Jawa costume for my 13th Halloween, and. Uh, um, I, I did the eyes, but she did the costume, uh, and it was great, and uh, I, I, I've been a fan since I was a, a, a kid, a little kid, and there is nothing normal about getting to write a movie with Lawrence Kasdan. There's nothing normal about getting to work with Kathleen Kennedy or, or to direct a Star Wars movie. I mean, I sat down with John Williams to show him scenes from a Star Wars movie he hadn't seen yet. That I directed. There's nothing normal <laughs> about any of what's been happening, uh, including this moment. And by the way, you guys look awesome. Thank you for waiting so long to be here. It's really awesome. I think um, one of the things that's so fun to watch is like I, you really seeded out a lot of the stuff. I mean, put stuff up on Instagram, and I know you made this great Omaze video and. And when, when people started to see glimpses of what you were building and they saw, holy crap, he's actually built, like these are practical effects. We're seeing like real things, in the, which is astonishing these days. And well, it's, a, it's an important piece of this, and, I, and we talked about it a little bit, but we did this video uh, for UNICEF uh, through this group Omaze, and it was a, a, a really successful uh, endeavor. We, we raised uh, $5 million, thanks to your help, for UNICEF uh, at Innovation Labs, and it's a, it's a big deal, so thank you for that. Um, but when we first started shooting the movie, we did this video that went out where I was, we were all in Abu Dhabi and I was standing there and there was a creature in the, in the scene and um, some people, uh, there it is, um, and, and some people were, were saying, oh great, you know, you made creatures and other people thought, oh, it's a CG thing and uh, we wanted to show you it, it wasn't CG and this was just one of 
many characters. So we actually brought this character we call Baba Joe uh, as a nickname. So let's, can we bring Baba Joe out? Yeah, this is what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, everyone cross your fingers. Cross your fingers. Here we go. Alright, so this character, here we go. Amazing. <laughs> This character was built by uh, Neil Scanlon and the Creature Department. Let's see this work. So. Okay, yeah, Neil, Neil Scanlon. These guys have done an unbelievable job, as you can see. Did not fall off the stage here, so I'm just catching I'm gonna, I'm keeping an eye on him. I will, I will give my life to save him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, how's it going? Good to see you. Hi, how are you? Oh, how are you doing? Don't eat that. Don't eat that. So, uh, this is one of uh, of hundreds of creatures that they built for this this film. Um, and what's amazing is is seeing the the people who uh, operate these things. And the, the the real benefit of having creatures like this, you can see that character right there. You know, there are there are five people who are operating that that creature, and a lot of these creatures are even are background creatures. They're not even the main event. But what's so cool about them is it gives the actors who are in scenes things to actually oh. deal with, interact with, play with, respond to. Uh, it, it also helps even things like light, it's the way light reflects on the set and on the character. So it's a big deal. All these characters, you're, these creatures you're seeing. Oh. No, and it's we're amazing built. too because even though we're not, we decided not to use CG. The the robotic technology is, is really advanced, as you can see. Well, yeah, I mean, and especially. Star Wars, and it, it was part of the, the charm of the movie was being able to see these characters look as though they were had come to life. And I think CG certainly has its place, but seeing a practical effect—I mean, even seeing that, seeing him wiggle his nose in that way—it it does something emotionally that reminds us of the first time we yes. saw Star Wars and the, friends. And the little yeah. friends along the side. And there you go. Uh oh, 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 oh. <laughs> All right, excellent. And would you, you said this was a Neil Scanlon. Yeah, Neil Scanlon and his team. Uh... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The most, the most amazing creature shop. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go.
least have some practical effects. It's, I mean, there's basically just whatever limits your imagination has, right? I mean, you can say, we want to build this, I want to see this, I need to populate the world in this way. Well, here's the thing, there, there's, of course, with Star Wars, there's gonna be a ton of, of visual effects. There will, be, there will be CG, you can't avoid it. And the, the important thing for us was that we make this authentic, that we tell a story that allows the actors to interact with and be in, on a set with as much authentic, real, tangible construction as possible. So sets, props, uh, creatures, and it just, it helped the entire process look and feel like it was actually on screen because it was. So the, sort of the way the panel's gonna work a little bit is uh, we're gonna, oh, nice. Hey, sure, give it up, come on. Um, yeah! Uh, we're gonna take questions uh, sort of throughout the panel so that everyone can sort of focus a little bit. So let's, let's go and take a couple uh, questions for, for Larry and JJ and Kathleen. Um, this first, uh, Hello. What's your name? I, like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know it's Batman. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What's your real name? Batman, yeah. <laughs> so, Mr. Batman, um, what is your question? My question is for J.J. Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> and it is, what influences did you take did you draw upon to make this film, whether it be the comics, video games, even other movies? First of all, way to commit. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Batman, question about Star Wars. Like, that's the strange, that's my life. Uh, 
what is your, thank you very much. Uh, uh, what is your name? Hello, my name is Lynette Grant, and this is a dream come true in so many ways. So, great to be here. Thank you, of course. What is your question? This question is actually for JJ, and Star Wars is precious to me. I sat on the couch with my daddy when I was a little girl, and we watched Star Wars, and Star Trek, and Battle Beyond the Stars. It's a precious legacy, not only to me, but No pressure. <laughs> I think, honestly, I feel more pressure answering your question. <laughs> Great question. It really is. Uh, I, I watched Star Wars with my parents, too. Uh, it was very much, uh, it, it meant very much to me what, what it means to, to so many of you. And I, I feel like the answer that I can give you, the only answer I can say is, um, because we, we love it and we care about it so much, our job is to not be blinded by that, meaning you can't just be a fan and then say, well, we're gonna make a movie because you're a fan. It's not enough. You gotta really say, what is a, what's the story? I mean, I, I will tell you from personal experience, when you're directing a scene on the Millennium Falcon, it doesn't make the scene good. Now, it's pitching that it's on the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> if you watch the scene on the Millennium Falcon, if I could make a suggestion, direct scenes on the Millennium Falcon, because it's hugely helpful. But it doesn't make the scene automatically good. So you have to ask, what, it, it's, Literally storytelling 101, what do the characters want? Who are they? What makes this interesting? What's unexpected? How do you make this, it has to be fun, it has to be scary. You know, it has to, the, the, the power of what's come before is so uh, infectious and so deep that you have to harness it, but you can't be blinded by it. And it's a constant thing working you know, with Larry and with Kathy, we were always checks and balances saying, that's really cool, but what does it mean? You know, why are we doing this? And so I, I, I hope I'm answering your question by saying we, we tried, we worked as hard as we possibly could. Uh, and I can't wait to show you the movie. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> ready to show you scenes from the movie uh, or a, a new trailer. And we really want to wait and do the trailer uh, later in the fall. But the we, we knew that this was too important um, coming to you who care about this and love this so much. And we wanted to bring something that was as uh, unique and unexpected as we could. Uh, we put together a piece that you're gonna see that uh, we hoped would bring you into the process a little bit of what it was like uh, to make this movie and get to see some of the people who were doing it. So, uh, do we have that? Yes, please. I saw this last night and I cried. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. Mike's already crying. All right, so. Uh, let's see this footage, and I think you will be very happy. Woo!
here, but you don't know this story. Nothing's changed, really. I mean, everything's changed. Woo! That's the way we want it to be, really. Oh. To see the way the technology has evolved, and yet keeping one foot in the pre-digital world. It couldn't be more exciting. It's still surreal. We are here on day one of Star Wars Episode 7. Yeah, yeah. How incredible it is.
Because <laughs> it's also from space, so it doesn't really the same stuff doesn't apply. Uh, right, so got it. I can I can do that. Um, but you know, I, I think really it, it was taking on you know the character of Chloe takes on that that legacy not only of Han but of, of Luke of, of of being these these heroic pilots. Because uh, if you think about it, these characters. Uh, they lived those stories that we all grew up with. They grew up uh, at the same time as those stories. You know, I mean, Poe was probably uh, he was there watching on uh, Young Yards, and you know, when the medal ceremony was happening, thinking, "I want to be that. I want to be a hero, and I want to take up that mantle." And uh, and I think that's what he does. You know, he, he, even sometimes recklessly so. Um, but uh, but yeah, so so really connecting it to that old world, uh, it was special. Great. Well, I want to give uh, some of the fans opportunity to ask you guys some questions. So let's let's go into the audience. Another question. Where are they? Um, bounding up to the. Hello. Hello there. What's your name? My name is Ryan. Hey, Ryan. I'm Corinne. Hello. What's your question? Question for JJ. What do you really like about your Star Trek films is the diversity of the cast. Thinking about it from the outside in like that. 
And it's weird because you come to something like this and you want to make everyone happy, we want to show something that makes everyone excited. But the truth is, we're just working really hard to make a movie and tell a story. And when things come up that we know we need to do to sell it and market it, we want that to be as, as authentic as the piece itself. So I, I'm not quite sure what the strategy would be, but I know that the that if we thought of it as an IP, I think it would end up being a very different film. But you really suffer from lawyer syndrome you know, when you talk about <laughs> Monty hates me. I'm so sorry. Okay. Oh, we got a thumbs up. We got a thumbs up in the heart. Monty. Emoji heart. Yes, what is your name, sir? Oh, hi. Um, my name is Scott, and my question is for all of you guys, depending on if you can answer this. Um, <laughs> thanks. Um,
Weaponized machine to, to detain something? Yeah, just like the British. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Gwendolyn, you are covered in head to toe in armor, which I feel like is very familiar for you. Um, how do you, you know, with, does that get in the way when you're trying to portray a character and you have this kind of cumbersome stuff that you have to work around? Or do you work it into the character? I found it exciting. Because I found it not only exciting that there was a female stormtrooper, but it was the opportunity to explore a female character that is totally not about the way she looks in flesh. And that armor is exterior, and and it's more like the outside to the in. And I just found it very exciting that underneath that that armor is a woman.
Hamill. Yes, yes. We have a picture of you from 1976, which I'm sure people have seen. Can we throw that up there? There's the original. With the original. I have that chance to remember Rob McCoy design. I have Star Wars came out and you were at a fan convention because that was actually a part of your life before. What are you telling people about Star Wars before it's come out? You're like, I'm in a space movie. I hope you see it. Like, what do you say at that point? Well, we only had photographs. There was no footage. And I went with Charlie Libby-Cobb, and I think it was in Kansas. We had R2-D2 at the prop. We had C-3PO, although Anthony Daniels wasn't inside the costume. But as you can imagine with only 25 photographs of various scenes in the movie, it wasn't really easy to describe what it was. Um, but my enthusiasm for it was just off the charts. And uh, uh, I've been a fan, I think my first convention I ever went to was at the Ambassador Hotel in 1972. So I was, you know, you know, I've been a fan since I caught the black and white King Kong on television when I was five or six years old. And I think the fans understand that. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm one of them. And they're obviously over my career, they've been a really important part of, of, of my life. And, uh, you know, awesome. without you guys, we're nothing. Yeah. Is there anything? It's a very momentous occasion having you guys together on stage like this. I mean, is there anything, a message that you have for the fans who've been on this journey since 1976? Is there anything to take away from it? Wow. <laughs> um, I, I, I just, I, like I say, the, well, keep coming back, yes, but no, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's hard to describe because when I meet you on the street, everyone has a story. I met my wife at the premiere of Jedi or my son is named Luke or whatever it is. It's such a personal connection and it's, it's very moving to me. It's sometimes hard to absorb the impact you could have had. It's almost an out of body experience, uh, you know, because it's, I see it put together, it's not me, it's Luke. Uh, but uh, uh, I, I've never taken it for granted, and like I say, it's, it's, uh, I, I'm moved by the, uh, the connection to the world. I mean, now suddenly you become, uh, you're a friend to, the, to everyone. I mean, my, my wife and I went to Tahiti on our honeymoon thinking, there's nobody gonna know about this movie uh, way out in this paradise. And we were on the back porch of a little hut on the water, and I saw a motorboat coming towards the back of, you know, you know, coming towards us. And as it got closer and closer and closer, I thought I was losing my mind because at the, at the helm was a guy in a Darth Vader mask. <laughs> in Tahiti. Turns out somebody bought an NY and and, and came to Tahiti. They were filming a movie. Uh, Dino De Laurentiis was making Hurricane, and the accountant on the film had done Star Wars. And he said, you know what really surprised Mark? Drive up to this hut in your Darth Vader mask. So, uh, no, but it's true. But when you hear people that they come and they say, you know, I waited to show my daughter. I wanted to make sure I showed my kids. But it was something that 
you can do as a family. Yeah. You want to make sure you show them at the right time, and then you watch them like, if we don't like the same character, I'm not going to like my kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a generational thing now. So, you know, my son who was born when we were doing Empire Strikes Back now is... Uh, He's the real Star Wars expert in my family. I hate to tell you guys, I did a Star Wars trivia uh, contest uh, quiz and flunked. <laughs> you know, I said, I can't remember what Han Solo was smuggling. Was it jewels or that was spices? You know, you guys now, I think ownership, I ceded ownership to the world at large. <laughs> Years ago. <laughs> Crazy siblings. <laughs> <laughs> JJ, how the, just since they're like, how is Harrison okay? Is, has he been okay? Uh, well, why don't we see for ourselves? <laughs>
the opportunity that I had and, uh, and for this success with that film. And uh, so it's great to be here. Thank you. Of course. I mean, I was just glad I didn't have to go to Saucy Station to pick up the guitar. Just in therapy, but with uh, 
Just no human contact, just droids. <laughs> you don't think you dates? First question on a date. You're not my sister, are you? No. Okay, good. Exactly. <laughs> I want a blood test.
but in a very orderly fashion, uh, outside you're going to get uh, one of these. Oh! I know what I'm doing after the panel now. Just a matter of respect to a man by the name of Kevin Doyle. I don't know if you saw Kevin's story, but in memory of his wife, Kevin walked 645 miles. And he's now going to finish his walk here with us. So, Kevin is here, and then uh, we all, here, here he is right here. Here's Kevin. Hello, Kevin. Insane. Insane. What? Kevin, I know you thought you were done. We're just going to make you walk a little ah. bit more. They're going to follow you. So here's what, in order for this to work, everyone has to, I know you're taking pictures and you're not listening to me, and I feel like you're my children right now, and I need you to focus. Put down your damn computers, and let's, okay, pictures, pictures, pictures. Okay, listen to me. Okay, good, thank you. Um, you're going to follow these stormtroopers in an orderly fashion. There is absolutely no what? need to push. I can't. Uh, because we don't want this to turn into a tragic event. We want to be happy. We're all happy that we're here. We're seeing stuff no one's ever seen before. And we're all going to go see a Star Wars concert together, everyone. So please, I'm going to let our panel go. Would you please leap to your feet and give me yes. a huge round of applause for the Star Wars J.J. Abrams, just Andy Kaufman, Paul H. We're all going out for cookies. This is amazing.
Instagram podcasting. Pardon? I'm podcasting. Oh, good morning. I just didn't try it. Are you ready? Pardon? Are you ready? What for? To talk. Yeah. In here. Wait, right now? Yeah. It's like Mark Maron, straight in. Mm. 